0: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1: Now, stay with a fan for this special program.
2: The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com.
1: It is a final in Kansas City, and the results are not good. Two-zip. Brewers get shut out. Welcome, everybody. It is the Ella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Tim Allen and uh, Evan Heffelfinger is here with me tonight as uh, the Brewers get shut out. And not good. Uh, Council gets thrown out. Avi Garcia gets thrown out. And the screws come in loose just a little bit as the Brewers waste another performance from one of these stud starting pitchers. Yeah, you can point your fingers. You win and lose as a team. Okay, fair enough. I get it. My fingers pointed directly at that Brewers offense again. Now, I'm going to show a little patience here. I'm still going to show patience despite some frustration. I mean it, it is frustrating and and we're seeing it come unglued a little bit with this Brewers offense and I will say this that if and I I shouldn't even say if, now's not the time for changes. I know that's tough that's a tough pill to swallow. It's not time for change right now. so then when is it? because everybody has their breaking point. Something will change if this continues. There's no question about it. Something will give if this continues. They, they, it's the, it, to my knowledge, not even to my knowledge, these are facts here. Um, this, to me, is the 10th wasted performance by a Brewer starter this year. Now, I'm not saying they're, they're you know, with a decent offense that they're going to win all 10 of those games. But this is 10 in which they've wasted a performance and lost the game. The worst of those performances was Adrian Hauser going five innings of three-run ball. And I'm not sure I should even put that into my list here. This is a running list this year. Um, so, uh, Evan, I'll, I'll let you judge on this one. Should I even have that in, in this uh, list of wasted performances? Which one? It's five innings of three-run ball for Adrian Hauser that they ended up losing that game. I'm going to say no. I would think probably keep it to
3: just quality starts, starts that count as a, an official quality start. Okay.
1: All right. All right. I'm with you then. So this is then the ninth wasted start that the Brewers' offense has cost this team. And now, again, you're not going to win all nine of those games. All, all hell can break loose later on in the game or whatever. That That's fine. But in terms of this starting staff, and especially the front three, Woody Burns and Peralta, you have a deep-run starting pitching staff through the six weeks. You have a deep-run starting staff, if not a World Series appearance starting staff. I know it sounds weird, but it's true. These guys are studs. Woody, Burns, Peralta, that's a staff – that can get you deep into the uh, into the postseason, if not into the World Series. Conversely, you have a little league offense. And the league-wide, the league-wide offensive numbers being down, I, I just I, I don't know if we can buy that excuse. Can we? I, I mean, I'm not sure. But one thing is sure that on a league-wide offensive down year, which I think everyone can agree and you're one of the worst offenses in that particular year, that's a double whammy, guys. (laughs) That is, that's a tough pill to swallow. I'm going to show some patience here just a little while longer. I am. I know uh, people want me to lose my mind, and you guys are losing your mind, and I'm as frustrated as anybody. But I'm still going to show some patience. However, there will come a time where there's going to be changes. In fact, let's hear a piece here from David Stearns. now. You guys, you guys, listen to this and digest it. At the end, it, it almost seemed like a veiled threat to me, a somewhat guarded threat on this offense. But check this out from Stearns, and and in particular, uh, listen toward the end of this thing. Here's Stearns.
4: Um, we can be in a in a in a fine in a in a spot here, sitting twenty and twenty. Uh, um over the first 40 games um, and still feel very good about our prospects going forward. Um, and we can also be frustrated with, uh, um, we can be in a, in, a, in a fine spot here, sitting 20 and 20 um, over the first 40 games um, and still feel very good about our prospects going forward. Um, and we can also be frustrated with uh, uh, the performance, particularly over the last couple of weeks um with our offense um, with our and so i think that's that's how i'd put it um we, we have to score more runs no question hasn't been good enough uh, we all recognize that i think going forward you know we're we're gonna have to figure out a way to score more
1: we're gonna have to figure out a way to score more is what the man said so in what form does that that take place uh, we're gonna have to figure out ways to score more runs how does that occur what are the ideas that you got to score more runs with this offense? Because uh, apparently he's he's going to have to try to figure it out if it continues. And again, some people say it it's early, and to to some degree that's true. And I'm that's why I'm showing a little bit of patience. But here we are. What's what's the date today? I don't I don't even know the date. May 18th. See, what's the date? Eighteenth. Okay. I would say two weeks. You hate to put the whole season and, and change in a, in a two-week sort of window, but after this next two weeks, guys, it's a third of the season. And 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 now you're starting to get to some critical points in, in this uh, uh, frame. 414-799-1250, if you want to uh, give your reaction, if now is not the time for change, which I don't think it is, then when is it? Is it June 1st? Is it June 15th? I mean, you've got some issues going on here. It's clear. I'll give you an example here of uh, Brandon Woodruff. I got this from uh, Jeff Levering. And that is Brandon Woodruff since September 1st of last of uh, 2019. So you've got a full month in uh, in in 2019, you've got the 60-game schedule last year, and then through nine starts this year. So 2019 September, all of last year, 60-game, and then nine starts for Woody this year. That's a grand total of 25 starts for Brandon Woodruff in that span. Since September 1st of 2019, 25 starts. In those starts, this Brewer's offense has given him 32 total runs. 32 in the starts from your stud since September 1st of 2019. And we all know the offensive woes last year, and now we pick it right back up this year. What, they get three hits today? Is that right? Three hits? Kane, Narvaez, and and Reyes?
0: That was, I don't even think,
1: yeah, I don't even think they got a runner in scoring position here, Evan, but again, this is the same conversation we've been having now for how many weeks here when, when David Stern says, we're going to have to try to figure out how to score more runs. I want to know what shape that takes. Tell me what form that takes. I would love to ask him. What are some of the ideas? Okay. You can get some different players. Well, that's easier said than done. You can change your philosophy just a little bit. And we all know that That conversation the last 10 days. And that's playing a little more small ball. With Woody on the mound, a leadoff base hit by Narvaez in the sixth inning, had that been the seventh inning, I would have bunted. it. But it was the sixth. I'm not for that then. As you assume a leadoff base hit in the sixth, you're going to scratch across a run or two or three in the next sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth innings. Didn't happen. Just feeble, futile. It almost looks like, like I don't know, this, it's coming unglued here a little bit offensively. And you're seeing the frustration. Now in the span of, um, what is it? Final game of the Cardinal series was when? Thursday, Evan? Was that yes. it? Uh, so Thursday you get Council tossed. Um, Saturday you get Travis Shaw tossed. few days later tonight, on a Tuesday, you get both Craig Council tossed again and Avi Garcia tossed. You don't think we notice a pattern here? That's frustration. That is clear frustration. And when they say, we got to relax, don't get too high, don't get too low, (laughs) hogwash, come on. These guys are such competitors. They can say that, but their actions are proving what? That they're getting a little too low. They're getting a little too high. Well, there weren't a lot of high times um, in terms of offense. But this shows you that they're they're seeing the frust- they're feeling the frustration, too. 414-799-1250. We're going to hear from Craig Council. Um, I, I thought the umpiring was – I don't think it – there's been worse games. Worst uh, umpired games this year uh, when it comes to the Brewers. But this wasn't great. And you're seeing it toward the end there. Screws coming loose. Uh, you're getting a little more agitated. It's coming down to a couple of outs. you finally realize that uh, you're not scoring any runs here? You better get going, and then you get a bad call, and you freak out. I've been there. I mean, I've, I've, been, I've been throwing a tirade uh, uh, or two uh, for, for a lot of years here, and I just am showing a little more patience. I want to know when and what. Those are the two questions when do you make these changes to figure out to, how to score more runs? when and then what are those changes? Well, that's what this comes down to. There's not much you can do right now. I don't I don't know if there's anything you can do right now. just keep running them out there but I I uh, I'm curious why uh Kesten Hira isn't on this on this baseball team. I want to know why Keston Hira is not on this baseball team. Because you can tell me all day long that, yeah, his offense is pretty bad. Okay, really? Like the other guy's offense is good? So that doesn't cut it for me. You can tell me all day long that his his defense is now a liability and now it's a double whammy. Well, I just have to say this. Look across the diamond to Luis Urias. The golden boy is set. Given the car keys to the shortstop job for how many years now? Nine errors. And clearly something's going on with his throwing. There's no question. Sold. Pound the gavel. Clearly there's something going on with his, his defense and his throwing.
3: Well, Tim, here's a fun stat from our good friend Will Salmon of The Athletic. Urias has nine errors on the season, the third time with at least two errors in one game
1: for him. When it rains, it pours for him. You can't have a dude that's going to have 36 errors a year. No team would allow that. They ran Ryan Braun out of third base for 26 errors. They didn't even give him another shot. There's not a team in Major League Baseball that's going to accept 38 errors. You might get another month or month and a half the following year. You continue that. You can't have it. That's, on average, an error every series. That's going to cost you baseball games. And it may have cost them tonight. We don't know. You know, I'm not going to heap everything on Luis Urias. We know where the, the, the blame gets heaped here. But when do these David Stearns try to figure out how to score more runs, take place. When does that philosophy take place? And then in what fashion is it? A little different style? A lot different lineup? Maybe a consistent lineup. Maybe Stern steps in and says, dude, why are you sitting Omar Narvaez, the best hitter on the crappiest offense in baseball, just simply because there's a lefty out there? Play your best guys. Play your best guys, and, and let's go for it. I mean, I don't know. This is, this is up to Stearns. I don't think it's now, though, to answer my own question. So we say when. Now's not the time. But it's coming. Let's get in a, a couple of calls here. We've got a couple of mics. Pick one. Mike, you're on the fan. What's up?
5: Oh, man, I, I feel so good because you went with me um i um i think uh after tonight uh, am i are you hearing me okay hello
1: yeah go ahead mike
5: oh, okay um um it's yeah. frustrating i mean how'd you like to be a pitcher and you never get support but um council good to see was this the second time he's been thrown in yep. a week yep, yeah yeah well I, yep. I think uh I, may, I, I know it's a crazy thing to say but some managers used to do that for motivation. I mean, but uh, we can't have uh, half the team getting thrown out of a game, and the officiating is going to be bad. But you know what? That's part of the game. You know, they just have to do better so that uh, an official can't throw their game. Have so, a good Okay, know, it's,
1: uh, uh, it's Mike. Let me fun. ask you this: what, When when are the changes coming? Then, if if they're not now,
5: Oh, well, they got to be pretty soon because if we if we creep below five hundred. You know, and man, that's going to be ta- you know uh, we got we found what is it lightning in a bottle? All our pitching staff, and you know it's I, I just I don't even want to say anything about it if it it gets you know all of a sudden they start having little tough spots, but the yep. offense has to start scoring. I think it's soon. I think uh, I don't know June first, I would say.
1: Okay, all right, very good, you Mike. Good- Mike, thanks for the call. Yep. Um. Yeah, I would. I would say that that would be a tar- good target time. Um. Evan, I I didn't even ask you when. I'll, I'll get to the 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 rest of you guys on hold in a second here. Evan, when do you think?
3: I think June first is when you make a move. Doesn't necessarily have to be a trade. It could be the release of someone to kind of send a message across that. Yes, you've been playing poorly, and now you could be penalized for it by not having a job anymore. And if things Mm -hmm. still don't change by the all-star break, that's when you make a big move, whether it's a firing, a big trade, something. So I think June 1st you make a small move, and if that doesn't work, then you make a big move around the all-star break.
1: Yeah, and uh, I let me just let me just go over these here real quick for you. We we will hear from Craig Council. We're going to get more of your reaction here. Two Zip Brewers lose game one of this two game set uh, in Kansas City. So let me just go over these for you again. This 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 is a star studded s- starting rotation here, or at least they're pitching like one. Okay. I think they're a deep run rotation, those front three for sure, and I would say three and a half with Hauser. It's a deep run, if not get you in quality starting rotation, get you into the World Series. Now, you're going to need a little bit more than that, obviously. Okay, um, game two of this year, April 3rd, Corbin Burns took a no-hitter into the seventh inning. That performance wasted in a two-zip loss. One hit in that game for the Brewers. Sunday, April 4th, Adrian Hauser, two runs over five innings in a loss. Uh, and that one uh, again. Do do we count that? I don't. I don't know. Maybe not. Thursday, April 8th, against the Cardinals, Corbin Burns, six shutout innings, one hit in a three-to-one loss. Tuesday, April 13th, against Chicago. Woody, six innings, one run in a three to two loss. Monday, May 3rd at Philly. Hauser, six innings, two Ernie's in a four, three loss. Tuesday, May 4th, Eric Lauer, six innings of two earned run ball in a six, five loss. Thursday, May 6th, Woodruff, six and two thirds of one run ball in a two zip loss. Tuesday, May 11th, Freddie Peralta, seven shutout innings on just one hit in a 6-1-11 inning loss. Thursday, May 13th, Corbin Burns, five innings, one run in a two-zip loss. Notice a pattern here of two-zip losses. It's not like you're losing eight-zip here and the bullpen's, you know, freaking out on you. You're losing these games 3-2-2-zip. Uh, Let's Thursday, May 13th. Did I get to that one? Corbin Burns, five innings, one run in a, yeah, the two-zip loss there. Okay, what else do we have here? Uh, And then we have tonight, seven and two-thirds of two-run ball for Brandon Woodruff in a two-zip loss. Those are crazy, crazy performances wasted by this Brewers offense. It comes down to that. I, 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 Stearns knows it. Council Haynes, they know it. Uh, let's squeeze in another Mike here. Mike, you're on the fan. What's up, dude?
6: Hey, Tim, it's Mike and Kenosha. You probably can guess what I'm going to say because we've talked about this a couple times this year. But um, it, the changes, there's nothing you can do now. I mean, this is a bad roster. It's just a bad roster.
1: Is it a bad roster or a bad start? A bad six weeks?
6: No, I think it's a bad roster. We watched it last year, didn't we? Think they, they can't hit. They couldn't hit last year. They can't hit this year. The same thing's gonna happen tomorrow, Tim. I mean, it's gonna be the same thing. Corbin Burns is gonna pitch six, seven, one you know, one run, shutout innings, <laughs> and they're not gonna hit. You know, I've said it before. I think this will take care of itself because by the All Star break, I do believe they're going to be like 10, ten, fifteen games under five hundred. That's just my opinion. Again, I, I, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but
7: yeah. Uh, yep. at,
6: at that point, you you have to you have to move everything on this roster that you can, other than the four starting pitchers. And by the way, that includes Christian Yelich. It's obvious, obvious. And I hate to be harsh, but this is the way you have to be. When you're trying to build a championship team, it's obvious he's not the same player since he broke his knee. In the ninth inning tonight, he was—he he swung the bat when that fastball down the middle hit the glove. That contract is going to destroy the Brewers if they play it out. I promise you.
1: Okay, you know, let's you let's to- hope not. But let me let me ask you this: We I think you and I agree on one thing, and that is yeah. now is not the cha- time. So that oh, takes no. care of the when. Uh, what can
6: you do now? You can't do anything now. What do you, I mean? You could fire the hitting coach, which fine, okay, I'm fine with that. But that's not going to, you know, that's not a solution.
1: So what what <laughs> is it then that can change in in a couple of weeks or June or what would well, be the you, change you, then?
6: You start fishing around which teams are looking to unload prospects to acquire a short term rental. You who wants Josh Hader for half a season? Who wants you know a Lorenzo Kane, a veteran player for half a season? Is there anyone where you might be able to talk about taking on Yelich's contract? It sounds crazy, but these are the, this if they keep going this route, they're going to these pitchers are going to hit free agency and they're going to waste it. They're going to top out as an 80 85 win team. You know, I agree with you, Tim. These guys, these pitchers, and the exciting thing is for the first time in my life as a Brewers fan, they have a whole gaggle of homegrown starters, and they've never had this before. So I truly believe they can contend for a World Series, but they have to move things this season. This team's not going to win a lot of games. I okay, think all,
1: right, the way uh, it is. Uh, all right, Mike. All right, Mike, thanks for the call. Great conversation. 21-21 and 21 after this loss. And I will say this, that special seasons are made of special stories. This team... I know it sounds crazy, they're lucky. It sounds crazy. All the injuries, the bad offense, they're lucky to be where they're at. And that's part of this. It is dropping right for them a little bit. They are fortunate to be in this situation with this bad of an offense. And lately the defense, the defense has been, wow. And a lot of that is Luis Urias. I, I get it. Wow. Okay. I got to take a break here. <laughs> that's been. Uh, I want to get your reaction here. So David, and I'll play this uh, uh, after the break here. I'll play again David Stern's comments over the weekend. Says that uh, we're going to have to try to figure out how to score more runs. Okay. Fair enough. I get it. We all. That's that's uh, Captain Obvious. So when does that occur? And in what form does that occur? 414-799-1250. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. After a two-zip loss in Kansas City, game one of this two-game set goes to the Royals. We'll be back on 1250 AM, The Fan and Odyssey Station.
8: Let's find out the play
2: of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan.
1: Two-zip final, Brewers fall. Game one of this two-game set, interleague play in Kansas City. And uh, the play of the game with ABC Audio Video. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. We look at the uh, top of the ninth inning, Council's thrown out, Avi Garcia is thrown out, and you're seeing that they are human and they're just like you in that regard. They are frustrated. There's your play of the game because uh, it, it was telling, and it is telling. So when David Stearns, uh will play this for you, and then we'll get back to your uh, reaction here. We'll play this for you again. This is over the weekend. Now I agree with uh, everything he's saying. I, I believe this team is fortunate to be where they're at. I think they're lucky to be where they're at with this with this bad of an offense, because they're right now they're pretty bad. I don't think you can. N- nobody is going to debate that. They're a pretty bad offense. Um, and I agree that uh, you know it's it's been frustrating. Stearns goes on to say, and then he says we're going to have to try, you know, at some point, we're going to have to try and figure out how to score more runs. Okay. I get it. Okay. So when is that? And in what form does that happen? Uh, here's David Stearns.
4: Um, we can be in a, in a, in a fine spot here, sitting 20 and 20 um, over the first 40 games um, and still feel very good about our prospects going forward. Um, and we can also be frustrated with uh, uh the performance, particularly over the last couple of weeks um, with our offense. And, and so I think that's that's how I'd put it. Um, we, we have to score more runs, no question. Hasn't been good enough. Uh, we all recognize that. I think going forward, you know, we're we going to have to figure out a way to score more.
1: Going forward, we're going to have to try to figure out how to score more. That's key right there. It's almost like a veiled threat, isn't it? I mean, I'm not saying it's a legit threat, like, hey, you guys better do this or I'm going to make changes around here. It's not worded like that, but it almost seems like it's leaning that way. And I'm not saying now's the time. When that time comes, I can't wait to see what form it takes. Uh, Let's go to Jim in Chicago. Uh, Jim, you're on the fan. What's happening?
9: Hey, Tim. How you been, man? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I'll ask this, you know, uh, you're 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 probably the most optimistic uh, fan individual for the Brewers I've ever ever known. Um, And I I will say this, I have a tremendous amount of confidence in David Stearns and Craig Council. So I'll I'll throw this kind of would you rather question at you. Would you rather be at 500 with incredible pitching that can get you to the World Series, or strong offense? Which one would you rather have?
1: I would say the pitching first, yes, and and I would agree, Jim, that I'm I'm gonna go with the pitching, but that's a that's a pretty bad combination of uh, the worst offense in the league too, and I mean that that's just not gonna get it done. Even even middle yeah. of the road offense. This team is going to be outstanding.
9: Right. So I agree with that. So let me ask you this question cuz you're more you have a better baseball understanding than I do. Is it easier to fix the hitting in the offense or the pitching?
1: That's a great question. Uh the hitting's always going to be volatile. It's it's just always going to be a little bit of a roller coaster. Um I think pitching can probably be honed a little bit more outside of control. I mean, some guys uh, start out their careers with lack of control and then can remedy that a little bit. But I think the expertise of pitching is, is a little more finite. Uh hitting's a little more barbaric. So you can just swing your way out of stuff. Uh, pitching can be crafted. Let's, let's put it that way. So, but we both agree, Jim, they've got the pitching.
9: Yeah, I, mean, I, I would say so. And I think I think what Sturges is alluding to is, you know what, if we don't start hitting more, it, it, he, he probably feels like, I can go out and find hitters easier than if I can find pitchers. Probably, you know? and yes. If that's the case, yep. put you know everybody's out there. I mean, Yelly, God, I love Yelly. Yelly's Dully's been great for us, you know, but he's struggled for a long time. You know, I hate to put it out there that you know maybe is in the block, but I hope I hope to goodness gracious that he swings out of this. And yeah. uh, you know, we need Yelly, we need Kane, and we need some of these guys to step up. I agree.
1: I think Jim, thank you for the call. Always a pleasure. I, I when you have Wong, Kane, Yelich, Avi, Narvaez, there's five guys. I'll just cut it off there. Wong, Kane, Yelich, Avi Garcia, and Narvaez. I find it hard to believe that those five will not get this offense on a roll at some point. Throw in Keston, Keston, too. Well, see, I, I wanted to cut it off there because I get a lot of heat. when when I'm I, I'm. I, it seems like I'm on an island, the only one back in Keston Hira here or here. And, you know, I, ca- I can point to a lot of other guys on this team that are as bad with that baseball bat in their hands than Keston Hira was. But yet he gets – he should, should have been in this game and starting tonight. There is no reason Narvaez should have been on that bench tonight. So that's maybe what form it takes when, when Stern says we got to try to figure out how to score more. It may be an edict that is sent down to counsel, play these guys. Forget about your matchups. It ain't working. But it's not yet. I'm just saying it's, it's not yet. Let's go to Dylan. Dylan, you're next on the fan. What's up, man?
10: Hey, Tim. Big fan of the show. Thanks. So to answer your two questions, I would bring up testing here at ASAP. He's, his mom has had a lot of health issues. And remember, baseball players are human. They go through emotions just as well as everybody else, and his mom is struggling. I don't know if it has anything to do with it, but I would, he's been hitting the ball really well in AAA. I'd give him a shot, obviously. And to answer your second question, I think my line for changes is the middle of June, which is in about two or three weeks. That's my mm-hmm. line personally, and I think at that point, you have to add. Because people are saying, "Oh, well, Christian Yelich, you know, once he gets back, that'll fix everything." Well, not necessarily. He hasn't really had enough healthy reps since he had his busted kneecap, and he yeah. hasn't been really healthy. You got You can't put that pressure even on an MVP. So I think at some point, I'm not on the board of hitting the, firing the hitting coach just yet, even though the strikeouts are driving me quite insane. But I think at some point you have to add and you have to give Tess another chance. And if that still doesn't work, then you just got to. is going to have to figure it out. But that's what I would do.
1: All right, good stuff, Dylan. Thank thank you for the call. Call anytime. 1250 twelve fifty. All right, we we do have to break here. We're going to get to council. If you're on hold, we'll get right to you before council. So stay stay right there. Again, with these names in your lineup. I find it hard to believe they won't get on a roll at some point. And I'm here's what I'm really struggling with. I'm really struggling with with the excuse factor. That that's the part that I'm not a big excuse guy. I, I'm really not. Not in life, and and you know I don't I don't I don't deal with it at work, and and I just don't. I don't want to hear excuses. We just have solutions. We don't have excuses. But. I'm struggling with this league wide offense being down. If I'm supposed to be all right with, with this particular team being as bad offensively as they've been playing this year, if that's supposed to make me feel better, (laughs) I honestly, I don't think it does. It seems like an excuse to me. Now it might be factual, Evan, how do you feel about that? I mean, it, 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 those are the facts. League, The offense is, is down uh, across the league, across the board. It is. It is, but a contending team should not be at 29th
3: or 30th on the list. Your team, if you're pitching as, as good as this team is, at least middle of the pack. It's like in football. If your offense is one of the best in all of football, you need just a middle-of-the-pack defense, and you're a contender. Look at the Buccaneers. Look at the Chiefs. They don't have superb defenses. They have middle-of-the-pack defenses, and they've, they're they winning Super Bowls. So in this situation, all you need is a middle-of-the-pack offense, an yeah. offense that doesn't strike out 30% of the time, that can hit with runners in scoring position even a little bit better than this team. And they're 25, I mean, just six, seven wins, maybe more better than they are right now.
1: Um, nine starts this year for Brandon Woodruff. The offense has given him 10 runs. It's mean, just, you can't make this stuff up. Woody's last 25 starts going back to September of 19, they've given him 32 runs total in 25 starts. I mean, oh, wow. The, the, those stats are amazing to me they're just truly amazing to me 799 1250 quick break here we'll come back if you're on hold i'll get to you before council but we will hear from council and a lot of uh a lot of reaction here brewers fall to zip we'll be back on the fan
8: what was the deal with the lineup why did he make that
2: bullpen move why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the Fan.
1: You know, each and every year uh, we do the retrospective. By the way, the Brewers lose tonight to zip the final game one of the two-game set. We do the retrospective. It normally has a theme song or a theme uh, attached to it. And I'm really leaning. uh, Some younger folks may not uh, be aware of this song, Wasted Days and Wasted Nights. Uh, I want to say it's Freddie Fender. We're going to have to start using that because they're wasting a lot of great pitching performances this year. And that's really what it comes out. What a waste, what, what a shame. But again, I think from the optimistic side of things, they're lucky to be where they're at right now. They really are. They've, they've battled a little bit and I I know it sounds a little cliche. I'm not going to lose it quite yet, we're getting there. We are getting there. This offense is just painful to watch. It's painful. Seven nine 1250. Let's go to uh, Richard. Rich, what's happening? How you doing, Tim? You know,
11: you, <laughs> yeah. you, uh, guy, guys have mentioned there's four or five legitimate hitters on the Brewers team. Now, you've been optimistic about Kira. The last time I checked, which I think was yesterday, he had 16 plate appearances in AAA. He struck out seven times.
1: That's yeah, that strikeouts, really they sense. got to take care of that. You're, you're right. Yeah, they do have to take care of the strikeouts, but he, it's I not he, that I, much different than some of these other players.
11: Well, he, you're right. when Shaw and, and Vogelbach are not hitting. But the problem is the Brewers' farm system uh, is not – they don't have a third baseman or a first baseman anywhere near ready to, to be a major leaguer. And if you want to include, I include Hira because I don't think he's going to be a major league hitter. I, I wish I'm wrong on that, and I hope I am, but I don't. I think he's got a fatal flaw in his swing. He's got an uppercut swing, and he doesn't have a good eye at the plate. Maybe if he uh, reconstructs his swing and spends some time, finds a hitting coach. Turner turned it around uh, before he, when he became a Dodger. He took an offseason and hired a, pitch, uh, a hitting coach, and it turned him mm-hmm. around. He has some ability, but uh, uh, I, I go back to 1982. The Brewers were under 500 under Rogers. They hired Keane in around the 1st of June, and they yep. turned around the season. Now I'm not saying I really respect Con, I think he's one of the finest managers that the Brewers ever had. But I am concerned about their hitting coach. The Mets fired uh, Chili Davis because they were under they sure did. Now, now, hitting coaches might be a spark. Now he's not. I think it's just talent. Uh, there's a lack of it, and uh, there isn't much to do except cross one of the fingers and hope they come and uh, uh, just improve it a little bit. I mean, I said this last week, and you have said it. All they need is a middle-of-the-road offense with this pitching and they'd be a top contender. But they can't be a contender with an offense that's ranked near the bottom in so many categories. Uh, and I don't have an answer, uh, except the easy one is get rid of the hitting coach. And that might, I don't think they have a consistent philosophy. Uh, I was an advocate of being patient, but I kind of think that's not the approach to take because they can't uh, fall behind these pitchers. Uh, they have too much stuff, too much velocity, and too many uh, uh, fancy pitches, call them cutters, sliders, whatever you want to cut it. Mm-hmm. They're overmatching the hitters, and I think you have to go after the first pitch. You can, you, you, see uh, that you have a chance to hit.
1: Rich, and, uh, I agree I agree with that, and that, that was one of the bullet points I, I've got on my list here during the game. You might have to go to a strategy to where you just go into ambush and attack until the league – Figures out what you're doing,
11: and then you have to adapt. You know, if yep. you find where where uh, team's bullpen bullpen is at shambles, and one maybe then you should be patient with the uh, starting pitcher in hopes that you can get into a weak pulp, bullpen. But you have to take it day by day, and you have to have both approaches. But I think the uh, the Brewers right now are way too passive. They're looking for walks. And they're falling behind on the count.
1: Yep. yep. And yep.
11: you can't strike out at this rate and expect to win ballgames. games. It's just
1: you it, go deeper into counts. You're trying to have a good approach. I get it. Rich, Rich, great stuff. And I and I agree with all that. You might have just go into attack mode. You see um, some of these other teams. What it, Woody had a five pitch inning and a four pitch inning tonight. Other teams go into attack mode. It appears to me. More than the Milwaukee Brewers do, but I, d- I just those names tell me they're going to get on some sort of offensive role. So what is a role for this offense? <laughs> uh, that that we can debate. Uh, let's get Todd in here. Todd, what's up, my man? Howdy, boys.
12: Yeah, uh, to me that uh, <laughs> Freddie Fender, yeah, that was a big crossover hit from country to uh, kind of the pop charts there.
1: And it really is, it it might be the theme song here. It's Wasted Days and Wasted Nights of this Brewers pitching staff, which is outstanding. Oh,
12: it's just a a shame. I just, uh, I'm not disgusted yet, but I'm getting close. You know, and I think, you know, every, uh, it seems like every season there seems to be, like, a turning point. You know, I'm sure me and you could go back and forth for the last however many years and, and pick out a couple of them and, mm-hmm. and boy I, I you know with Stearns was he always seemed like a real humble guy where you know he would never take the credit he would always point to his peers or his players and the this that and the other thing but I think uh, uh well for one I think that the Gersham trade was a catastrophic mistake and then uh Arcia letting him go, I think that was a huge turning point. The team just doesn't have any, any continuity with them anymore. It just especially when he was gone, the guys looked like they were lost and just kind of wandering around the dugout. There was no, uh, no, no, no family, you know. And and he was, you know, uh, uh, just a super, you know, the. Uh, uh, the, the Latino guys are super family-orientated, which is wonderful. And unfortunately, I think when he was let go, I wish they could. You know, I know they can't get him back. I wish they could, but I think that just changed the dynamic of the team. And if you look after, after he was let go, I think uh, the wheels kind of fell off a little bit with the offense.
1: Well, they need they're going to do better because I'm going to continue to say it, thank you, Todd. I'm going to continue to say it. they can't do worse. Um, Evans, funny, Todd brought that up. You and I were talking during one of the breaks here tonight about two guys, one of which is Orlando Arcia, and the other is Trent Grisham. He just mentioned them both. People forget Orlando Arcia is 26 years old. Uh, Trent Grisham, uh, the more you hear him talk, the more you watch him play, seems like a baller. They may have missed the boat on Trent Grisham. They may have cut bait a little bit too quick on Arcia. I I agree.
3: I, I think that at the time we saw the Grisham trade as probably a smart idea, or maybe not smart, just a good gamble. Urias was just off of being a top, I think, 20 prospect in all of baseball, and Lauer had a couple of productive seasons as a starter, and he was only 25. So you thought, okay, we don't have to pay Zach Davies in arbitration, and Grisham, we just saw him make an error in the wild card game. This could work (laughs) out, but everything since then, I mean, I don't think a trade could have possibly worked out worse for the Brewers, and now... Trent Grisham is the leadoff hitter for one of the best teams in the National League, full of star power. He won a gold glove last year. He's hitting 300 this year. And Orlando Arcia has more walks than strikeouts and is hitting with power in AAA for the Braves right now, yeah. which you don't have either of those things right now, walking or power. So, I don't know. I feel like Stearns may have lost his trade touch a little bit.
1: Man, well, just so you're, you're not going to hit a homer on every trade. I, also I understand th- that.
3: I think that it's something. It's kind of like how people wouldn't do trades with the the athletics for a little while because they knew that Billy Bean had this like different way of seeing the game. And if he wanted a guy, then that must mean that that guy's pretty good. Yeah. So I wonder if maybe guys aren't willing to trade with the Brewers as much because they know how good
1: Stearns is at player evaluation maybe well do you think he does more outreach or takes more calls that would be fascinating to know that's a really good question i i don't know i
3: really don't know and now that he's the president how much say does he have in that and what does matt arnold have to do
1: yeah well i i do think it's a stern's stern's uh steers all all of this and and everything but i i just wonder if if he's pro more proactive on, on the outreach to to acquire players or you know fire start a trade or or if he just sits back and answers phones I I don't know I don't know how that how that would play out Well they lose tonight uh, to zip the final another performance wasted uh, Woody seven and two thirds Woody got a little frustrated there in the top of the or bottom of the eighth inning he wanted to finish that off and you know he laid um laid the foundation for, for a two run inning there. He did walk a man with two outs on four pitches, hit a batter after having a quick conversation with Craig Counsel about, you know let me go let me go at him. let me let me try and get get this thing done, finish it up. 98 pitches. Uh, he allows four hits, uh, a walk, a hit batter, a couple of walks, a hit batter. And uh, ends, up, uh, ends up being tagged with the L. One earned run, seven and two-thirds, they lose a ball game. Another one. Let's get to Craig Council. He was ejected in the ninth inning along with Avi Garcia. This should be interesting. Here's Counts.
13: Craig, Woody has had so many um, starts like that where he's just not gotten a ton of runs to work with. Um, I, I don't know. How, how do you think he's holding up through this while you guys are trying to get the offense going?
14: Uh, He's pitching beautifully. I mean, he's he's doing um, everything and and we could ask for and more. He's he's pitched wonderfully got into the eighth inning tonight, um, you know, with the rain delay. So he's 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 doing everything he possibly can do.
8: Craig, how much of that was just the efficient innings he was able to have, too? I mean, they were pretty aggressive on him.
14: Yeah, he had, you know, the first inning was five pitches, I think. He had, I think, the seventh through the, was it like five or six pitches also. So a couple of really quick ones. Um, and that's, you know, that's kind of what's changed about Woody this year. He's There really hasn't been innings where he's gotten stuck with with pitches and lots of long at-bats. He's completed at-bats really quickly.
15: Right, Craig, how, how frustrating is it to, to see so many good starts by Woody and, and Corbin, in and particular those two, and some other guys too, but mainly those two not result in victories?
14: Yeah, look, I mean, we, we got to be better offensively. Who's ever on the mound, you know, it, it it's, it's um, you know, kind of, it, it doesn't matter necessarily who's on the mound. We just got to be better offensively. It was, we weren't good enough tonight. Um, You know, we just didn't, We didn't put enough pressure on, uh, on Bubich, um, I think one hit two base runners, I think for three base runners for him through six innings. So, um, you know, that that's, that's not a recipe for a lot of runs and, um, you're gonna, you're gonna put zeros and ones up there when, when those are, those are your base runner totals.
15: Did you uh, did you think Bubic threw the ball that good or is it getting hard to tell with your offensive
2: struggles?
14: I mean, I think you know, I think that it was a it was a day when we didn't put enough pressure on on the other team. Um, you know, they, he he kind of he cruised through five innings really. The first five innings we had we got something going in the sixth. Um but uh you know he he got he it too easy for five innings.
13: Craig, when you go to Woodruff on the mound there in the eighth, do you do you go out there knowing he's staying in, or do you like see something? Yeah, I else? mean, I, I
14: you know, I was I, I wanted him to stay in, and unless I heard he you know he said he was good, so um, I I just wanted to make sure he had another batter left, and and um, I, I confidence that he did.
15: Craig, uh, what what can you say right now about Urias and his defensive struggles?
14: Yeah, I mean, it you know, I I, I think. Louis had a, hit a rough two game stretch. There's no question. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, again, we talked about it yesterday. I, I, I think he's played pretty solidly that the bad games have been bad games, unfortunately. Um, and, and they've cost us, um, and, um, you know, part of that position, uh, because, you know, it was a really busy night tonight. I actually think he played pretty well. The most of the, you know, the, the ground ball, in the ninth eighth was, he had a lot of action tonight and made some made some good plays, um, but it's a play that requires consistency because you're, the ball is going to be in your hands hands a lot, um, and it's uh, you know that's consistency is an important part of that position.
6: Are these hiccups some of the things you expect with younger players uh, when their playing time is increased like this?
14: Um, I think there, there's always going to be growing pains for younger players, but uh, when you're trying to be a playoff team and a championship team, I think, um, you, you, you can't, you know, there has to be a a limit to it, what you can, what you can withstand and and still win baseball games. So, um, you know, every player is going to make, have mistakes, um, and player, and that's going to be part of it. But, um, you know, if you want to win a lot of baseball games, you got to limit those mistakes.
8: Is it hard Fair to figure out, Craig, how much of it is mental, mental or physical when a player is going through something like that?
14: Yeah, I, I think that's, um, I, I don't, you know, I think, I think you're right. It is because uh, some of the players are, you know, tough to tough to diagnose as far as uh, difficulty, footwork, etc. Um, you know, they're fairly routine plays.
15: Craig talking to Lowe earlier and some other players throughout the season. They seem pretty fed up with video replay.
14: What's your take on it? I mean, I, that we can we're gonna we're gonna sing this song for as long as replays is around. So I'm uh, um, I i do not know. There's no reason to answer these questions about replay. What what are we supposed to say about it, Tom? Well,
15: well, let me just, let me bottom line it then. Is it a good system or is it a bad system?
14: Well, I mean, look, he called him safe. So we, you know, we got another shot of looking at it tonight. In in
15: the ninth, was that just frustration or just a bad call on the check swing?
14: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if it was either necessarily. I mean, I, but I just, You know, I just don't think a player can be ejected for simply just throwing his hand in the air and in the ninth inning with an at bat and two outs going on. I mean, the umpire has to take a little bit, understand there's emotion in the game at that point. And what's wrong with that? Um, And so that was my point is is don't take um, an emotional point of the game and put it in your hands. Um, And that's what the umpire did right there. He took an emotional point of the game and he put it in his hands. And that's disappointing, and I don't think that should happen. Um, I, I don't. I don't. It was was there frustration on Avi's part? Yeah, he was frustrated, but but the game could have moved on pretty pretty easily.
1: Yeah, there because he is, Craig Council. Deep- he 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 d- d- does not sound happy happy tonight. I agree with him that you know uh, what's good for the game is a little emotion. And uh, with, with with it being that close um, and that, that pivotal of a situation, I don't know what Avi said while he threw his hand or hands in the air. I, I'm not sure what was said there, but according to Craig, that it was only the hand in the air. Like, oh, man, are you kidding me? Sort of deal. I mean, the umpires maybe at times have to to, to let some things go for the for the greater good of that particular situation and/or game, does that make sense? I mean, I, you're a strike away from walking off the field, blue, and you're you're worried about uh, someone quote showing you up. And what is that anyway? When you show show an umpire up, we don't. Um, because uh, a particular player looks back at an umpire and is jawing a little bit, do you think that that makes me think less of that umpire the next day? <laughs> I, I I just forget about it. I don't. I don't even. It, it does that make sense, Evan? That I don't even remember that. So what? It's like they're worried about what the fans or the TV audience is is going to think of them I think they think they're a little more important than than they really are
3: Tim you're telling me that you don't pay attention to baseball for the umpires isn't that what everyone does I
1: mean, they're I, I mean they're the stars it. of the game I, I, f- I just forget about it I don't even I don't even look I don't like or, or hate them anymore or less
3: I feel bad for umpires because it is a very thankless job. And if you're good at your job, it means that nobody knows your name. If you Mm -hmm. know an umpire's name, it means that they are not good. So for the guys who have an ego like an Angel Hernandez, a Ron Culpa, a Joe West, they suck. And it's because they get their ego involved in the game instead of calling the game like it should be. Some of these umps that you never hear from, never see, who may have been in the league for 10 years, those are the ones who are good. But the problem is they're so good that we never hear from them.
1: No doubt, no doubt about it. All right, there's uh, Craig Council uh, on the other side. We're going to hear from Low Kane. Is that right? Yep. Uh, we've been hearing a lot about Lorenzo Kane. I think I'm going to roll something by you uh, after the break here. That I don't know if uh, if anyone else has noticed this. Maybe maybe it's just me being hyper. Uh, analytical here on, on this stuff, but it involves Lorenzo Kane I'll, I'll let you know what I'm talking about after the break here. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin post game show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here after a two-zip loss. We'll be right This game from the guys that played it. Let's head
2: inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500.
1: Two-zip final. Brewers get shut out, and they fall in game one of this two-game set. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Tim Allen and uh, a frustrating offense, certainly. I will uh, stay as positive as I can and patient as I can as uh, we're 42 games in here. Brewers at five hundred, and honestly, with everything that's gone on, most of which I would put the bad offense as as a culprit more than the injuries. Now they're uh, they're interconnected there, but I would just say that the offense is just pretty pathetic. They know it, we know it. Numbers don't lie. I don't make up the numbers; it's their numbers. There's not my numbers. Uh, this Lorenzo Kane thing. Now I've been uh, really. Obviously absorbing uh, everything, Brewers, for a long time here. And um, just recently here in the last month or so, I've noticed a little something with Lorenzo Kane. This is just me. I have nothing to go on, so just I'm not breaking news. It's not my deal. It's never been, been my bag. But I've noticed that Lorenzo Kane has been indicated the end of the line for him at times. So keep this in your back pocket here. When you hear Lorenzo Cain do some interviews, I heard him on the flag today, and uh, on on their pregame show, and and he was interviewed, and again alluded to the fact that you know for however long I'm going to do this. You know, you get comments like that. You get the opt out last year. You get the. Uh, He's got one more year left on his deal next year, so it's tough to lay you know twenty million dollars uh, on the table there. But it's interesting to me that I've been just hearing a few things, reading into it. Of course I am, but he's saying it. I'm just I'm just sort of absorbing it, and that's that's what I'm getting out of this. I'm not saying it's tomorrow. I'm not saying it's next month, but I'd be uh, I'd be having a conversation with that dude. I would be, and and in a really positive way, and just say, hey, you know, if you're gonna bolt on on us here, if you want to bounce, we get it, I understand it, but you know, maybe we get something for you, and you can, you know, help out that way, or you know, if you're all in, you're all in, I get it, then carry on. So I'm just, just, I don't know, Evan, you too, just, just sort of listen to Lorenzo Kane. I'm, I'm not sure what he said tonight. I, I haven't listened to this obviously, but. You know, and and I don't know if he'll allude to that uh, tonight, but uh, just in the future, just kind of keep your ear open for that because it's a, it's just an observation, just something something I've noticed here as of late. They fall tonight. Uh, Lorenzo Kane with that base hit in the ninth inning did set the table a little bit and then all hell breaks loose, council ejected and... Uh, you had uh, Avi Garcia ejected, and and a wasted performance from uh, from Brandon Woodruff. But let's get to Lorenzo Cain inside the clubhouse.
13: Lorenzo, their uh, their starter and their whole pitching staff did a nice job tonight. Um, how, how frustrated are you offensively right now, just as a group?
7: Very, you know, especially after the last game we had um, swinging the bats really well last game, and then you know we'll come up here and lay our eggs. So. Hey, the guy kept us off balance. Um, he worked his change up really well tonight. Um, changed speeds really well throughout the entire game. Um, definitely kept me out front all game. I couldn't wait back on the change up long enough. But uh yeah, tough night. Another tough night. And uh yeah, this is very frustrating.
13: Well,
8: especially when when Brandon delivers, you know, another quality start like that. Um, does it is it hard not to like press even more, I guess, when he's delivering like
7: that? Yeah, I mean, I feel like we've been pressing all season, honestly, so, you know, just things are just not going our way. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of running out of words to say, you know. Um, <laughs> it's getting tough. Uh, just got to keep grinding, man. I don't I don't know. Um, yeah, we, we got to score some runs because our pitching has been lights out um, and we just haven't been good enough.
15: Lorenzo, um... When you're out there in center field and watching Woody from behind, I mean, you got, he can't pitch much better than he's been pitching, can he? Like, And it's like every time out, too, he does the same thing.
7: Yeah. I mean, as a whole, you know, our pitchers have been pretty consistent this year. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to get there offensively okay. to get consistent. Um, yeah, Big Woo did a great job tonight. I mean, the guy's an animal out there, you know, um, the things he's he's been doing all year long. Um, you know, we don't expect anything less from the rest of the season. So, uh, he's very—he's a, he's a dominant pitcher. And um, I say once again, we didn't uh, score any runs. So it's a tough night for the offense again. But uh, gotta show show back up tomorrow, and hopefully we can go out and put up, you know, five or six, seven runs, hopefully.
6: Low well, is it always special for you when you get back to Kansas City? You need to give the little helmet uh, tip before oh, your first at bat today.
7: Yeah, honestly, I wasn't wasn't expecting expecting that, you know, um, you know, because we kind of you know, did that in 2018. So uh, yeah, once again, you know, fans showing some love, showing how much they really appreciate what uh, we all did wh- while I was here, and uh, like I say, it just puts a, puts a big smile on my face. Uh, you know, feel appreciated like that. So definitely another special special day for me.
13: Lorenzo, we we sometimes try to figure out replay. Do you sometimes? Find yourself having a hard time figuring out how replay works? Yeah,
7: I gave up on that. I don't even – yeah, I just gave up on replay. Um, Situation is what it is. They're going to make whatever call they feel. So, I mean, there's no point in harping on it because it's it's a waste of energy, honestly. Because, I mean, they got every angle possible and still get it wrong most of the time. So, hey, what can you do?
8: Well, with the offense, because you guys were coming off of such a big day, do you feel like you're, I guess, how close do you feel like you are to putting together a, some consistency as a group and how much of that is tied to, you know, Christian coming back and getting that length in the lineup?
7: Yeah, we definitely need Christian to, to perform um, as he's always done. Um, yeah, I thought we were, you know, definitely turning the page, you know, with the last game we had, but no, we didn't. You know, as a group, we just didn't show up today and get a job done. Um, um, yeah, <laughs> just got to keep battling. I mean, you just kind of lost words words honestly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just got to keep going. We got to show up tomorrow. You know, um, hopefully we can go out here and put up some runs and get a win because uh, we need one very bad. So, yeah, well, hopefully we can go out and get it done tomorrow.
15: Lorenzo, as a veteran player, uh, what can you do to try to help a young guy like Urias who's struggling in the field so bad right now.
7: Yeah, I mean, just kind of wrap your arm around him, tell him it's going to be all right. Um, you know, I know he's been he's been struggling a little bit out there, um, but he's our shortstop, so we got to go out there and get get it done. You know, I mean, we got to continue to battle, continue to go out there and work work his tail off. Um, you know, because we as a group, you know, we're really counting on him, so. You know, we needed him to come out there and show up and, and get it done because um, he's, he's a huge part of this team.
1: There he is, Lorenzo Cain, after the Brewers' two-zip loss. And, and what else can you say? I mean, everyone's going to say we got to score more runs. Uh, we have to uh, get this offense going. And, uh, you know, Woody's performance tonight, just, just amazing. I thought it was pretty interesting. Also, we mentioned that uh, they expect that the rest of the year. That is cool. All right, we'll take a break. Come back here from the Brewers' right-hander, Brandon Woodruff. Deserved a better fate. That's a line I've been saying quite a bit this year. It's Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway here on The Fan.
2: What pitcher starts the next one? It's time for some forward thinking. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, on the fan.
1: It wasn't just Craig Council and Avi Garcia a little frustrated uh, in in the uh, latter stages of this game. It was uh, Woody as well in that eighth inning. I, I think he was showing uh, some emotion, and, and and you know he's he's always into it. That's that's for sure. He's quite the uh, competitor, but. I mean, he was showing a little motion and maybe questioning the umpire too. So the umpire may have taken out uh, his frustration, his uh, the umpire's frustration on the Brewers' offense because Woody was sort of questioning him in that uh, bottom half of the eighth inning. So let's find out where Woody's head's at as uh, he spoke shortly after the game.
15: Woody, how, how frustrating is it getting to you know, pitch like you've been pitching in you know, not getting any wins out of it. I don't just mean you, I mean the team itself.
16: Yeah. Um look, this is this this game is is such a hard game. Um you know, thankfully thankfully i i you know, as a pitching staff, we've been we've been throwing well, but um, you know, like I mentioned um, you know, last time when I when I talked to you guys, it's there's there's gonna come a time in the season when when you know we're pitching well and offense isn't um doing that that well but then there's gonna be times when we're not throwing the ball well and you saw it like the game on uh I guess Atlanta our offense really picked us up that day um but I I'm not gonna blame anybody because I know how extremely difficult this game really is so um it's hard going up there and hitting you when you get to experience it and seeing some of these caliber guys, it's hard. And, um, you know, we've, we've got a really good team. We're, um, we're a really good team and we're just in a little funk right now and every team goes through it. And, uh, you never know when we're going to bounce out of it, but when we do, I feel like it's going to be, I feel like I say this every single year, but, um, we'll get rolling and we're not out of those things by any stretch. So.
8: Brandon, for you, how do you compartmentalize like your own performance with what's going on with the team? You know, cause you, you must feel good about how you you're performing.
16: Um, Yeah. But you know, I don't, I don't want to be selfish in any way. I mean, like we, you know, we, we lost and it's, it's all, when it comes down, it comes down to winning and um, you know, just, it, 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 you know, we'll get it going soon and, I, and, and um, hopefully as a staff we we'll continue to throw the baseball well and, um, you know, continue to do our jobs, but um, we're too good of a team to kind of be sitting in this position. And I think, you know, once, once our bats awaken, we're going to be a dangerous team.
13: Brandon, it looked like it was almost disbelief that, that the initial call was safe at home plate. Um, is that about right?
16: yeah um I
13: feel
16: like I got a couple tags right after the game and I, I feel like from my point of view watching it on the the scoreboard um, I, I wasn't quite convinced that he had even touched on plate in a sense so um, I know MOB probably has a couple of different angles than than what we see so maybe they saw something we didn't um, but from our angle in the dugout and the, and, and just seeing it live um I thought he was out. I thought, you know, uh, he was clearly out, but um, replay show otherwise, I guess. So, um, and that's, that's frustrating.
15: Woody, when, uh, when counts comes out and talks to you, I don't know if he said, Hey, we're giving you one more batter or what, but how frustrating was
16: it to hit uh, mm-hmm.
15: this guy? Yeah.
16: Um, I just felt like the previous at bat, Um I, don't, I haven't went back and, and, and looked, but I felt like there was some pitches throughout the game that were really close. Uh, not sure if if they were strikes or not, but um, very borderline pitches. And I thought that about before where I threw a couple sliders, I just felt like at least one of them caught the plate. And then the first pitch of Santana, I don't know, I haven't went back and watched it, but I feel like it was pretty close to the bottom of the zone. And um, I just – Little, little frustrating you know you feel like you're just kind of boxed in there you can't go but one place and that's kind of like over the middle of the plate in a sense but um that's frustrating counts you know uh talked him into letting me get that that the lefty there and knowing that devin had to change up in the bullpen so um and it's 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 frustrating not being able to get the job done um but i know if that happens again you, you know it's one of those things i'm, I'm ready for and i just I felt good about my stuff, and um, I just, you know, one got away from me and and, got him.
8: Woody, were you surprised with how aggressive their hitters were? They Um, they were swinging early.
16: Yeah, um, teams are teams are usually pretty aggressive against me, but um, I felt like tonight that was probably the most aggressive team I think I've, I've faced. And when you do that, it's you recognize that pretty early and um just go out there and try to make one pitch I mean essentially I had to make one or two pitches and the bat and they were swinging so early that um I knew if I made a quality pitch it would be a ground ball so um yeah that was very I mean not surprising but it but it kind of was because I mean it was just kind of throughout the whole game I, I, I thought there would come a time in the game where they would um try to be a little more patient, try to make me, you know, work some counts. But um, but they didn't, and I was able to, you know, get deep in the game.
15: The, that led to an interesting trade-off, Woody. Uh, you didn't have many strikeouts but a very low pitch count. So some, sometimes you wonder which one's better, huh? Um,
16: I think if you look at the game, and I think you'd rather take the – Pitching into the eighth, eighth inning and, instead of strikeouts any day, um, that I think that that does a lot more for the team. Um, helps save some of the bullpen, and um, yeah, I I think if if you could tell me if I was going to throw into the eighth inning every every outing and have less than, you know, five punch outs, I would take that. I mean, that's that's just. That's, that's what you want to do as a starting pitcher. You want to go out there and finish the game. And I, and I, I guess uh, in and and this situation, I wasn't worried about striking people out because if they're swinging first two pitches and, and getting themselves out, then I'm going to take that.
1: There he is, Brandon Woodruff, after the Brewers' two-zip loss. A couple of things to get to here. Um, Luis Urias, uh having his uh, issues defensively. Went back and took a look at his uh, defensive metrics. I didn't realize this at shortstop. He's not good. (laughs) We'll have to do a little more conversation on that tomorrow, possibly. But I did not realize that. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Also, another no-hitter in the majors today. Just uh, happened. Uh, Spencer Turnbull uh, just just, uh, threw another no-hitter. That's the fifth. In Major League Baseball this season, the Major League Baseball record is eight in a season. They're at five already. If you count uh, Mad Bums, that would be six, but they're at five now in a month and a half. There's something a-brewing here with pitching versus hitting, that's for sure. All right, we're going to come back at you tomorrow. It's game two. Good thing about baseball You get tomorrow, Corbin Burns on the hill for the crew. After the last pitch, you make the switch right here. Hopefully, there'll be different results here. And we'll talk about it on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Having fun time tonight despite the outcome. I appreciate the help. My name is Tim Allen. You guys have a... uh, A good rest of your night, and I'll talk to you tomorrow after hopefully a Burns and Brewers victory tomorrow despite the outcome. Smile Milwaukee, the world will smile back. (sighs)
0: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.